Not long ago, in a far-off corner of a place called the Internet, a revolution was born. Forged in the fires of common experience, the survivors of a mysterious movie known only as A Talking Cat came together. Their purpose, to dissect this fascinating failure of a film and broadcast their findings through the cosmos in hopes that future generations might learn from their mistakes. Some would call them heroes, others would call them mad, but despite the grueling road ahead of them, the group would take up the Sisyphean task and become a talking cast? Are they adventurers, sinner as a savior's or Are they demented, love the punishments, I can't be sure But one thing I do know is that the mission here to force To make your life so hard that you'll be pissing on your kitchen floor Hey, and welcome to A Talking Cast I am your host, Sammy And I'm here with our guest, Eric Harzer Welcome Hi, I've been on an episode before I'm so glad to be back Yes, we are very glad to have you back And uh, very excited to talk about the sixth minute today. Um, it's a wonderful packed minute here oh, yeah. on a talking oh, yeah. cast, the mm-hmm. a talking cat podcast that nobody asked for. No, but we're, but we're giving anyway. you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this is such a great minute that I just want to go ahead and get started on the oh, summary. Yeah. So it starts with uh, the dad character sitting in his weird car chair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He seems to have a lot of good times in that chair. Yeah, the the car chair seems to really have, um, you know, some emotional resonance in the family. Saying, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. And... So, this is a bombshell. Yeah, this is huge. Yeah. Uh, there's some dramatic music, I believe. Yep, he really sells it. He really uh, gives it his all. <laughs> so that you can really feel the gravitas of, you know, the moment. The kid's like, what's gone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately taking away any dramatic effect this, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, this line may have had. All, all of it was earned by the dad in that single <laughs> moment, and all of it was washed down the drain in a single second. By Just swept kid. away from under him by this stupid kid. Yep. Basically, he says that he has sold the company and everything that he has ever owned professionally, including this code that he has worked years on. Yeah. He just decided just to business. sell it because they said that they could make a lot of money. I don't exactly know like how this works exactly, like whether just one day they suddenly decide hey, we're done with the company, we've done everything we wanted to do, we don't have anywhere else to go, uh, please leave, get out. Right, I'm not sure if, um, you know, the, the leaders of the company were like, hey, thanks for all of your creative <laughs> input and all of your work. It's a, it's a regular Steve Jobs moment. <laughs> exactly, Yeah. exactly. But he doesn't seem that torn up about it, he's just like, well, they said I would make enough money to retire. Who knows if they're actually telling the truth. <laughs> also, big props to this kid for, like, seriously not giving a single fuck about this big no. uh, change no. in his dad's life. He doesn't care as all, at all. I think he's more interested in ordering a pizza, which we'll see later in this minute. Because his response is, didn't you already have enough money? <laughs> 
I think this is this is like the George Lucas thing where like you get four billion dollars, and even though you've already got billions and billions of dollars elsewhere, it's still a nice chunk of change. So he's he's still going out with a decent amount. Like the kids, like one one show of interest is like, so what happens now? And let's see, what what all does he suggest? Uh, the the dad has a few ideas. Um, one is that he could learn to cook. You know, they could go on all those trips that they've talked about, to which the kid says, what trips? <laughs> yeah, what trips? So <laughs> he's probably fabricated entire, like, conversations, wholesale in his memory. So, so and then, um, I, I don't want to get too fast, like, to the end of the end of the minute too fast but we'll just we'll just go over what happened and then we'll bring out some of the details that we enjoyed because there are a few that i haven't mentioned yet and he goes maybe we could just hang out and the that zooms in on the kid his face is just the best facial expression ever yeah it's it's like it's a look of mild disgust yeah yeah. not like not severe disgust but like you know it's like his dad just suggested that he put ranch dressing on his captain crunch or something yeah 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 i really hope that this is what the director wanted that when he was like framing the scene he was like now give me just a look of absolute disgust like you don't know this man he's he's barging into your home yeah oh he also talks about redecorating right yes oh yeah they did talk about redecorating the kid is you know once again just not having it no no not at all (laughs) yeah he's just like well we had a decorator wouldn't they be mad yeah (laughs) it's like they're so like, concerned about the decorator's feelings. You really couldn't tell because, like, other than that really weird car seat, like, it's a pretty empty home. Like, there's there's no design, yeah. like, choix de vivre here at all. Yeah, it's like this um, big, you know, cavernous, <laughs> like, home. vaguely Los Angeles nightmare. I, uh, I, I really enjoyed um, how he's sitting in the car chair, yeah. and then he stands up to make... A point about how weird he feels being retired and then mm-hmm. he sits down in the other couch yeah yeah um that's that was, always one of my favorite like weird movements <laughs> yeah this this is all part of the plan though this is this is in the script from the beginning this is how this char- character's supposed to act he's probably constantly sitting down standing back up it's how he makes his emotional points i hate to like target somebody to like talk about their appearance but this guy is just so weird looking <laughs> can we talk about yeah. this for a second <laughs> Seriously, it's just like the hair. Yeah, the hair. The hair really sells it. it first of all, it's like this obviously dyed, like brassy blonde, like a yeah, really yeah. bad dye job. Sammy, that, that's that's his natural hair color. What are you talking? Yeah. About? Okay. Yes. Natural, <laughs> natural, like weird brassy blonde that you can only get with oh, dye. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. He he truly has like a rare. <laughs> <laughs> a rare hair color, and he should celebrate it. He has it kind of styled in this way, where it's like a side comb, but there are waves, mm-hmm. almost like he almost looks like a like a vaudeville character. It's it's extremely it's just super weird. If this is like the first human that you see in the movie, you must think that this is some post-apocalyptic society where people have the weirdest hair hairstyles. They like look if they all look like Johnny Whitaker, then you know that society is no more. And um, you know, other than that, as far as clothes go, he's wearing like you know the most basic weird pair of slacks, lots of pleats. And shirt and tie. And he's he's got a weird like soul patch thing going on. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's leaving the the points of like soul patch and like heading into like devil facial hair territory almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Sammy, can I blow your mind for a second here? Please do. This man is 54 years old. Are you serious? <laughs> I would have said he was in his 60s. Me too. Maybe. I would have said he was like in his mid to late 60s. The sands of time has not have not been uh, kind to this man. Obviously. No, they definitely have not. Yeah, so this guy, he was a child actor on a show called Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. And if okay. you look it up, you can see stills of him in this black and white show. So, and then, obviously, uh, he took the young, whatever this kid's name is, under his wing and probably showed him the ropes for acting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he certainly told him, taught him how to act, um, because you can really tell. I've seen the entire movie, but having mm -hmm. just watched this minute, there's really... <laughs> No indication that this guy is this kid's father? No, 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 not at all. He could just be <laughs> renting out the place with this old elderly man. Yeah, just could uh, be this weird roommate situation. Yeah, young lord um, type situation, like Batman and Robin. Yeah, and like the level of interest that uh, the kid shows in... His career aspects and his career aspects in his life goals really indicates that there is like no relationship here yeah, whatsoever yeah. Mm -hmm. um you know and i think they're trying to pass it off as like an angsty teen but they're really just making it seem like these two are strangers who just share a house exactly it's it's like two strangers living in a house together that have no care actually though the father incre cares incredibly about what the son thinks but the son yeah. could not give less of a shit. It's like a totally uneven uh, roommate yeah. situation. It's it's a completely one-sided relationship. Yeah, where one of them is like, we are friends, and the other <laughs> one's like... Get away from me. I don't have no idea who you are. Please leave me alone. Are there any other details that you uh, that you pulled out that we haven't mentioned yet? Um, I'm trying to think here. We talked about the house. We talked about Johnny Whitaker. We talked about the, the kid that he lives mm -hmm. with. So, like... I think we pretty much covered this minute. What book is he reading? I wasn't able to pick it out. <laughs> it's it's an unmarked black book. It may be a death note for all we know. It's just it's like this unmarked book that he looks vaguely interested in, like he looks vaguely interested in pretty much everything else. The book is more interesting than his father, but I think the the musical cues are really great in this mm -hmm. minute as well. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. Just the kind of I mean... like he says it's gone and there's like like weird like sad music yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then kind of touching you know like attempts at being like at having a sad score dramatic score yeah i think every minute we'll touch on the music because it is everywhere it's universally terrible it always adds something to the scene i think we have basically covered this minute thank you eric for awesome. talking this over with me well thank you sammy for hosting this session this was so great i love this no problem so i love this too this is a great time um mm -hmm. so hopefully we'll have you back can't get enough of talking cast like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash atalkingcast. Follow us on Twitter at atalkingcast. And you can help out the show by rating and reviewing us on iTunes. Um, thank you for listening to A Talking Cast. Minute by minute. That's what they'll be diving in to shed some clarity on this hilariously failed attempt. So grab a friend and crack a beer with them and listen in. A Talking Cast is about to begin. It's a talk.
That was episode six of A Talking Cast, the A Talking Cat podcast that nobody ever asked for. Your host was Sammy C. With guest host Eric Harzer. Episode edited by Darren Husted. Music by Casey Trimble. Voiceover by John Kowaleski. Artwork by Josh Hollis. Executive producers Sarah Cantor and Darren Husted. Copyright 2014. All rights reserved. This podcast is not affiliated with Rapid Heart Productions. A Talking Cat is owned by Rapid Heart Productions. No infringement is intended. We all miss you, Maddox Bailey.